Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. It is episode 27. Uh, we had a bit of a mystery to start the show, what, what the episode number was, because I can never keep track of this now that I have two podcasts, but 27, that is indeed the number. Uh, and we're here today with the entire crew, Milo making his triumphant return after a, one podcast away. How's it going, Milo? I got my bullshits. <laughs> How is Western Japan? Sorry, what? I said, how was Western Japan? Oh, it was the best. And then Kansai, it's awesome. It was the fucking best. I loved it. The people were so nice. Um, 
the, the, the region is just beautiful. Like, even when you're traveling and looking out the window, it's gorgeous. I know you were in Osaka. Did you go to any other cities? I did, or? I did Osaka, Nara, and Kyoto. Okay, you should have. You really should have done Kobe. Yeah, well, uh, listen, I'm not made of money, John. <laughs> but Kobe's like 20 minutes away by train from Osaka. Yeah, but there's stuff to do in Kobe. That is true, I guess. I just, I really just walk walk from the train station to the to the to the harbor. It's always to do is stare at the harbor. It's so awesome. And then, like, and then on the way is the the Dragon Gate Body of Dab store. So. Oh God! Yeah, I should have stopped there. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I loved Kobe. Kobe was awesome. What what's up, Mike? Oh man, guys, I had the. <laughs> if anyone who followed my Twitter yesterday saw, I was descending into like my own personal hell. But I'm doing all right, you know. Just got back well, from visiting the family in Florida and dealt with Atlanta Airport for six hours yesterday. <laughs> so what happened exactly? I wasn't looking at your Twitter. Uh, lucky you. <laughs> you're you're one of the smart ones. Uh, so <laughs> uh, where I live in South Carolina is not a. I I have an okay airport, but it's like ten. It's like ten. It's ten gates. It's a small one. So I always have to get connections whenever I'm going anywhere. So I always connect in Atlanta because I like Atlanta. I can get Popeyes. It's easy to get around to. But I had a two-hour layover in Atlanta that turned into another four hours because of, well, first, our plane broke, and they thought they were going to fix it. Then they told us it wasn't going to work. Then they had to change us to another gate where we were going to get a plane. But they already had a plane there that wasn't ours. So then we had to go run across to get another gate and and another plane, and by that time it was midnight, and everything shut down, and there was no food, and I basically kind of went into crazy person mode. So if you were following me on Twitter yesterday, uh, that's your own fault because I used that as my venting form. So yeah, but I'm alive and I didn't get sick. So there we go. Yay! Yeah, it's amazing with with all the travel I've been doing lately, and about like the last two years, I haven't had any flight delays yet. I'm gonna knock on wood because I have a lot snow. more. Yeah, because I'm doing a lot more travel this year. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing Spain at the end of February. Nice. What are you doing? Um, we're Nicole and I. Are, my girlfriend Nicole and I are going to. We're flying into Barcelona. Oh. And then we're taking. Then we're taking the train to Madrid, and then we're gonna fly back home out of Barcelona. So That's just like just like a week. But I've I've never been to Europe actually. Really? So this is my first time. Yeah, this is my first time to Europe. I went to Japan twice before I went to Europe. John. It's my priorities. What's up? Barcelona is like one of my favorite cities in the world. Okay. It's so fucking beautiful. I'll have to get a lot of, I'll have to get recommendations from you. Yeah, I think you're going to love it. Well, I'm just going to tell you to visit like all the fucking impressionist bullshit, but. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's really, Nicole wanted wanted to do it. I said I would go with her. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to see it, to see Europe in general, I guess. Um, but yeah, so Spain at the end of February, then then LA at the end of March for the New Japan show. Nice. Um, yeah, for Strong Style Evolved or whatever. And then that later, I'm gonna fly to LA on Saturday. I'm flying home on Tuesday, and I'm home for like two days. And I go to Boston by train uh, on Thursday for Anime Boston. So it's gonna be crazy week. And then. I'm doing Anime Expo in LA again in July, all over the place. So well, it's gonna be bit, it's gonna be a busy year, even though I'm not going to Japan this year. Very sad, but uh-huh. gonna return to Japan probably in 2019. So um, anyway, my travel plans out of the way. 
let's uh, let's get into. But now that I said now that I said I, that I haven't had any delays. You know, so even delays could have killed me on the last Japan trip because I we did like our own layover, mm-hmm. like not a real layover. So we did like we we bought a ticket to LA, from New York to LA and another ticket from LA to Tokyo. So if there had been a delay from New York to LA, we would have been screwed. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, but we it worked out fine though. So. I mean, we we were like very slightly delayed, like like twenty minutes probably. So, and we had we had built in like a three hour cushion. But yeah, in hindsight, that probably wasn't the smartest thing I ever did, but it worked out. It was just so much cheaper though. Than, but yeah. Um, anyway, though, the with that out of the way, let's talk some Dragon Gate. I guess we'll give them a we'll give them a a, a shorter than usual, uh, you know, opening. Diatribe. Random bullshit time. Random bullshit time. I mean, I, 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 I have been enjoying a lot of Japanese music television lately. Mm-hmm. That's that's been my major thing, and I'm like, they're they're playing like I guess because it's the end of the year. Yeah. They're like they're playing these weird like selections from previous years and stuff, <laughs> and so it's really funny to watch to turn on like like music on TV. They do these like in these four year blocks. So you can watch Japanese music videos from like '97 to 2001. Nice. Really, yeah, it's really hey, cool. Uh, you're speaking of yeah, Japanese TV and music tonight. There's uh, Kohaku Tagasen, which is the big year-end music show. Oh yeah. With like all the biggest celebrities, uh, all the biggest bands. So. so you're gonna watch that over uh, over the New Year's? No, I think we're gonna go. I think we're gonna go to the shrine. Um, uh, okay. For New Year's, I'm gonna try to catch my boys, but not sure if it's gonna happen. I mean, the big thing for me tonight is the New Year's Shuffle Tag Tournament. So, fuck, that's happening too. Jesus. Yeah, DT Big Japan. That was really good. I know. I'm really excited for that. If people don't know, it's like the the, it's DDT and Big Japan, and you know, all the teams will be like one DDT guy and one Big Japan guy, and like the matches have 10 minute time limits. If the 10 minutes is up, it's first team to get a one count. So you end up with this crazy, crazy bullshit for this one count fall. There's so. really, really good teams this year. Yeah. Like, is it Akito and Kazuki Hashimoto a team? I think so. And like uh, Daisuke Sasaki and a, a- Brahmin. Hasn't been determined which <laughs> Brahmin yet. Um, Decided I think by it's... rock, paper, scissors, I bet. Yeah. They're probably going to switch halfway through the match anyway. I yeah. hope so. But yeah, I'm really excited for that show. The, the, the DET Damnation Purdue show from last night was fucking awesome. Like that was one of my favorite shows the entire. Oh yeah, year. and there's oh sorry, go ahead. I was just saying the Damnation Produce show was awesome. Yeah, and yeah, there's uh, Kazuki Hashimoto and Akito and fucking Hideki Suzuki and Konosuke Takeshita team. Leader. Yes, the team of the aces that no one likes. Well, I like I them. I like them too, actually, but they, they both they both oh, get he, weird. They both Higuchi get a lot of hate. Yeah, Higuchi and Sekimoto. Yeah. Um, Uto, and, Uto and Kodaka is an interesting team. I like it. Yeah. Wait, so Uto and Kodaka? U- like Yoshihisa Uto? From- yeah, Yoshihisa Uto and Izami Kodaka. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Mike, Mike, so Mike, Mike didn't know. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I heard this Ram scrub and I kind of zoned out for a second. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's Hama and Soma Takao. Did you see Ryoto Hama as, as a Mad Paul yesterday? Yeah. Yes. I, I did awesome. see a photo of that. That was pretty great. That was so cute. When he came like lumbering out, it was like <laughs> it was like. So we have Matt, the regular Mad Polly, then you had Shimatani Polly, and then behind this little dude is fucking Hama. 
So <laughs> it was it was pretty amazing. Mm. And then there's oh Smile Yonki, which is always a good team. Harashima. Yeah, that, that to me isn't fair. It's like they're they're the only they're like a real fucking tag team. Yeah. That's why are they allowed? Well, it's team? Harashima. So what are you expecting? <laughs> Yuko Miyamoto, the new, the new DET Extreme Champion. Yeah, I love Yuko Miyamoto. I, I, I do too. And then there's Don Chukudino and Daichi Hashimoto. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And winning the award for the cutest tag team picture on that poster is Takuya Nomura and Antonio Honda. That's not surprising. Guys, I'm surprised you're, really- you're underselling Abdullah. Kobayashi and Colt Cabana, guys. Come on. Yeah, that's a great team. They're not on the poster. As Colt shouldn't be. Yeah, no. Well, I like Abdullah. I like Abdullah. I love Abdullah. I I, I got a Mark photo with him when I was in Japan. It was awesome. That that, that wasn't the person I was throwing shade on. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, I will say this. Cabana... Um, when he came out on the on the Damnation Produce show in in Antonio Honda's attire, that was kind of funny. And they were like a weirdly interesting team. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't really care about. about I should be doing in DDT to be honest, and not challenging for the KOD title. Yeah, that match fucking sucked. Like uh, no offense, but come on. Yeah. I mean, Cabana hasn't had a good match since he was with CM Punk. So, buddy, I just said he had a good one last night. Okay. But I was I, okay. A good straight match. Okay, no comedy. Okay. But anyway, we're not. This is not open the DDT gate. It's open the dragon. Or no, it's open the voice it's gate. It's not open I the dragon. I don't know what my own podcast is called, but because um, you have two now, I, I John, do. international person of mystery. I, why are we? Why are we saying like Omakaze's new? I've been doing that for like eight months. Uh, well, we've been doing this for two years, so get in line, buddy. That is true. Um, but yeah, let's talk some Dragon Gate. And we have two shows to talk here, starting with the December 20th Fantastic Gate show at Kirken Hall. This is the, the traditional year um, fan, the, the, what, what do you call it, like the fan appreciation show, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the main event, obviously, is the Dory Darts match, the special Dory Darts 10-man tag. Um, it aired live on Gayora, so... I got to watch it on my Japanese TV gimmick instead of on like five frames per second Nico rip. So that was cool. <laughs> but the person who really got to see this show in the best possible way was Milo because you were fucking there. I was, yes. So what was it like going to your first Dragon Gate show? Tell, tell us all. Amazing. Well, it was amazing. I almost didn't make it through the door because I saw Anthony Mori. And. I saw Anthony W. Mori at, like, the table where you go to pick up your tickets, right? And I, like, almost went into, like, static shock when I saw him because the man hasn't aged in 20 years. That elegant magic. It's, like, no, it's, like, really freaky. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, a, the be- most beautiful resting bitch face I've ever seen. <laughs> um, no, like, it was amazing. But, but, you know, like, you know me. I'm... Very emotional. I react very strongly to things, and uh, Whoa, just really. <laughs> like I walked in the lobby, and literally the first person I saw hawking merch was Kotoka, and I thought I was going to have a fucking heart attack. Did you get any mark picks? Did I get what? Did you get any mark picks? I did not get any mark picks. No. Um, because I mean, I don't think they were. Um, at some points they were like. The special autograph table, and I think it was Doi and Yoshino doing it, and um, Keiji and Hulk did it too, but you had to buy a t-shirt. Um, 
and then no, no, I walked past Kardatora, I walked past Ben K. Um, I walked past Kotoka, he's so beautiful, I love him so much. Um, and yeah, no, but I did have a really funny interaction with KZ though. Did you guys rap? Did you guys rap together? No, I, we did not rap together. So I had a, um, I had a, um, an old like Honda pushpin on my on my bat, right? Mm-hmm. Like a really old one, like blonde mohawk can Conda. Um, and so it's really rare and it's really precious to me. And um, the the lobby is so packed, you know. I mean, John, you know this. Yes. That, by the pin got ripped off of my bag. Mm. And I only realized this when I went back to my seat. So I just like shut out of the room and like went back to look for it. I can picture this in my head of me really, really strongly. How and I was you- just like looking for it like all over the floor. And there were two girls who like called to me and they're like, hey, have you lost the pushpin? And I'm like, yes, I did. And the pin was literally next to Casey's um, triangle date belt. Like <laughs> he found it near his table and picked it up and kept it for kept it for whoever it was like whoever it belonged to. Um, so I just like I was like bowing deeply to him. I was like, thank you, thank you. And he just looks at me like, be careful. What did he say? Kiotskete could outside. No, he did. he said uh, be careful. Oh, he said in English. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the story of my first ever interaction with one of my favorite wrestlers. It's funny. It was funny. Yes. Um, but yeah, but I did. Not, maybe next time. Did you did you buy any chat any I of the food? A mochizuki beer and uh, no. I wanted. Beer. Did you buy like any of the food or the beer or anything? Oh yeah, I just got Coke. Oh, okay. I forget. Are you a drinker? I don't even know. Yeah. No, I was. Um, I was not in a, in the mood for alcohol. Um, okay. But I did. I did just did it. But I usually get when I'm at Red I usually get beer. Okay. I do love the Japanese beer, so. Mm, me too. But yeah, I, I bought the I bought the DVD and I wanted to get it signed by Mochizuki, but it didn't come out. Oh yeah. Well, at least you got a DVD. Yeah, it's really good. It has Hayato and Munenori Sawa team. Oh, so wait, you got uh, so this is the Bu Den. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's what I said. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Rip it. We got a rip it for us. Mm. Please. It was a Mochizuki Bu Den compilation DVD. Yeah, I've always wanted to see that. Well, I have it. So, so help us out. I will. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we can let uh, Jay hear. We can let Jay hear us say this. What, what, what is Jay gonna say? He has the entire fucking Dragon Gate history on a drive. He has the monopoly on it, and he made people pay for it. I, I guess, but what okay, he gonna, whatever. He's gonna he's gonna sue us on behalf of his Google Drive. Yes. I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. It's okay when he does it, you know. Like it's okay when he talks shit about everyone in Dragon Gate. <laughs> this is this is why people hate us because they because we should talk Jay. Jay Jay doesn't listen to our stuff anyway, though, so people shouldn't worry. Well, um, anyway, anyway, let's get fan, it. Fantastic Gate. Um, it opened up with a, a six-man tag team match: Kness, Sachiyoko Boy, and Shun Skywalker. Defeating Gamma, Monday Ryu, and Kaito Ishida. Shun Skywalker pinned Ishida at 805 with the Skywalker Moonsault. Before the match, though, I think for the first time in history, the the Gong Kid said that his favorite wrestler was Yosuke Santa Maria. Now, what small boy has a favorite wrestler of Yosuke Santa Maria? 
uh, okay. a one with good taste. <laughs> one with good taste. I mean, my joke was that you were like in the audience, like mind controlling him. Like you just had your, you had two, one finger at each side of your head, and you like were pointing at this boy and just like mind controlling him and saying, "Maria." No, I was very confident. <laughs> I was a little embarrassed for him though when Ishida was like coaxing him and trying to get him to say his name, so he just said it and left. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I mean, Shun pinning Ishida, that's the biggest pin of his career, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, think he can... He did it again three days later. Yeah. No. Oh, no, sorry, I'm getting matches mixed up, sorry. Maybe I am sick. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, this, this was this was okay. It was an opener. Yeah. It was okay. Um, Shun's, yeah. Shun's, Shun's gear, though. The orange... Oh, God, I can't believe it's like it's I can't decide if it's really bad or really good, actually. Uh, this, re- this reminds me, by the way, that um, since Shun is obviously running away with a certain award, I should plug before we get any further. The Dragon Gate Year End Awards, um, I'll have the link in the in the description and I'll have the link uh, on the forum post. All the links all over the place. We keep getting more and more ballots. They keep like trickling in. But after you, this is the last episode where I'll be able to plug it because the next episode will be the results. So make sure you get your fucking ballots in. Okay. Anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, like I think the gear is better than his green and white one, just because the green and white one is just so is such an eyesore that at least it's inherently ridiculous that he's wearing bright orange. Honestly, I like it. He looks more and more like a space frog, and I'm into it. Yeah, he should get down to secret base with the uh, space uh, mechanic. <laughs> well, it's weird. It's weird because the thing makes it look, makes him look like a frog, but his helmet has a weird kind of beak. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure what he's supposed to be, but I'm into it. Oh wait, actually, I think I know what it is, John. What was the uh, random character that was supposed to be like in Michinoku Pro that was supposed to be like this beaked green monster? Like I don't know. I don't know what you're talking like about. Kappa, maybe. Kappa. Yeah, Kappa. Yeah, I don't. I don't why am I? Why are you asking me? I don't watch Michinoku Pro. I didn't know you watched nearly everything else. It was a fair. Michinoku Pro doesn't make tape. This How the fuck would I watch? Hey, you can't make fun of me for not knowing some random scrub if you don't know Michinoku Pro. Uh okay. But uh, I'm gonna need you to stop calling me Sami Kudaka. Sami Kudaka is has been champion of everything. Shut your mouth. Basically, he's champion of our hearts. He's been Big Japan Deathmatch champion, uh, KOD Openweight champion, uh, but the Union Pro Max champion, I think twice or something. Cha- Tai Dojo champion. Okay, I recognize Kaintai Dojo. Nice. Uh-huh. KOD Openweight title is DDT, buddy. Oh, I, I, I know, but you're ruining my gimmick. Okay. <laughs> but uh, back to the match. Uh, Shun was a little bit uh, messy because... He came down hard on Ishida and gave him a bit of a concussion, apparently. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Uh, Gamma, talked, Gamma talked about it later during the show. During the uh, post during the like the uh, end of the year dress everyone gave. I won't speak Japanese, so. Yeah, it's like, I, I can understand a few things, but not this kind of thing. Yeah. But it was okay, opener. It was okay. Um, after that, we had Takashi Yoshida beating UT. In 715 with a powerbomb. 
I really don't remember anything about this match other than Yoshida jumped. Yoshida jumped UT before the bell like a jerk. Um, it wasn't really good. And it, was, it, was, it was okay. It was the worst <laughs> match on the show. It was okay. Like, I'm uh, sorry, but he should have won. I'm sorry. He should have won. I just, like, like... I don't think it's unrealistic to see him get an upset like that when Kutoka has a singles win over Yoshida. Well, I mean, like, the crowd, at least on TV, the crowd seemed kind of dead until the Casanova. So, I mean, the crowd bought into the flashpen, so, I mean, he could have done it with that. Yeah. Mm. But, like, it was okay. Like, I thought it was the worst match of the show just because it was nothing. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I am obviously biased because UT's one of my kids, but I'm not going to, like, throw flowers at this match, so... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so match number three was Ryu Saito and Hollywood Stalker Jikawa beating Shingo Takagi and Punch Tomonaga. 11-20, Stalker pin punch with the Inua Bauer German suplex hold. Um, okay, first of all, I have to mention, when I was watching the show, I, there was, like, Shingo and Punch did, like, this elaborate, like, pose based around pointing at Punch's head. And I just imagined Milo sitting in the audience just, like, seething with rage at having to watch these two men pose mm-hmm. for that long. What do you what was is that is that how it happened, Milo? I was using the time to tell my friends about what Shingo did. Oh, that's that's lovely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the match itself, I guess, you know, it was uh, it was a match. It was it was pretty good. What there was one spot where Shingo like um he caught Stalker in midair and like gave him the Death Valley Driver. Yeah, and I thought that could that could have been the finish, but Stalker kicked out, so that was pretty that was cool. Awesome. That was yeah. awesome. That was really and then um, towards the end, I guess Shingo had enough had enough of Punch being useless. Gave him a lariat, and that set the win for a stalker. Uh, Shingo, of course, blamed the loss on Punch, despite the fact that it was really his fault for giving him a fucking lariat. Um, he like yelled at Saito some more. He was like, why are you doing comedy bullshit right before a Gene Gate title match? Uh, you know, if you're a double dream and Ori Gate champion, Dragon Gate will be the laughing stock of the industry. Um, Saito basically said, you know, Shingo sucks. <laughs> and he's like, he wants to be a double champion, and Takagi can come and challenge for both of them. And he said the feud wasn't over, they're going to meet again in 2018. Pretty good tag match, but nothing nothing crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was it's definitely a weird way to continue this rivalry. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not opposed to Shingo versus Saito as a feud, but... At some it, point, they're going to have to take it seriously, right? It's weird because, like, I thought that was the end last month, but, like, it's clearly still going. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would have, like, how I felt about the last Corkin match, I would have liked it more if it was more heated between Shingo and Saito, but it sounds like that it's going to go on, so hopefully we'll have at least a hot fighting match out of them. But it was, it was fun, you know? Like, I don't have too much other to say other than that. Um, and then the tag match that was up next, um, that was the Tribe Vanguard special tag team match. BB Hulk and KZ defeating Yamato and Yosuke Santa Maria. KZ pinning Yamato in 1311 with this guy in the schoolboy. Um, first of all, the one thing I noted in this match was like, I, I thought this match was really good. I gave it four stars. And Hulk, Hulk and Yamato have great chemistry as opponents. So, and that's like one of the few guys left that Hulk has great chemistry with in the yeah. ring. So, of course, they're in the same unit. <laughs> it's like, and they never really fight each other. But yeah, they have great chemistry as opponents still. Um, 
KZ getting the pin, obviously very cool. The mm-hmm. probably the biggest pin of his career. Um, you know, just and he got he got mm-hmm. pin after pin after pin with that Sky Day schoolboy Sky Day. Sky Duh. Sky Sky Duh schoolboy. Okay, so <laughs> but like that set up Final Gate though. Right. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, we'll, we'll, which we'll get to, but the, KZ got so many pins mm-hmm. on this tour. And this um, is the biggest one. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Do you think this is that pinning Yamato is the biggest pin of KZ's career, or was it pinning Shingo and Kinyu Gate two years ago? I think it's this. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Like, Granted that Shingo was the Dream Gate champion at the time. Uh, maybe it is that yeah. one then. Just because of the belt of it, but I would say that the string that KZ has been on is the hottest thing since Mm-mm. Bravegate run. Yeah. You pinned Yoshino, right? Uh, let me pull up the I, results for this last two. That is, I think he did, and that is an honor that not many people get. No. Yeah. Shingo, uh, I'm sorry, not Shingo. Uh, Yoshino is the most protected person in the company still. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, no, KZ on the tour got a one-on-one pin over Shimizu at Kobe after Final Gate. I thought he got a pin on... He got a pin on Hio, so that's not really much. Uh, (laughs) He got a a pin on Yoshino in Nagoya. Yeah, so... That's pretty fucking big, too. I thought he got a pin somewhere on Mochizuki, but he must not have. But anyway... Yeah, um, anyway, sorry. It's a really... This was a really good match, and yeah. it was really cool to see KZ get the win. And afterwards, he just he gave like a promo about how he was tired of being overlooked. He's part of the tri- Triangle Gate Champion team, but when talking about the current generation, all you ever hear about is Yamato, Doi, Hulk, Takagi, and Yoshino. So he said it's time to change that. He came a long way this year, and he's planning on making next year even bigger. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It would be good if um, actions could speak louder than words, and Dragon Gate started actually giving a shit about him. Wow. It's going to be interesting, and we got kind of a question, so we can get more into it later, but the way that he's had a run, and yes, KZ had a direct pin over Mochizuki in Hokkaido the first night of the tournament. Yeah. So he's got a lot of pins lately. Uh, it, so yeah, like... Hmm? No, sorry, I said I... I think I would agree with you, and I can't remember who else said that he's probably getting, like, the Champion Gate, Dream Gate title, Dream Gate title match. Um, yeah, it's very possible. I, I but at this point, I'm for it. sorry. What? I think he'll get the uh, random uh, cork in the beginning of the year title shot, either January or or February. Uh, well, that he's getting a that he's getting an early title shot. Yeah. Um, thing is that I'm not really interested at, right now at this point in any title matches that Casey cannot like. Casey obviously cannot win. Like this is a this is a man who should be leading the charge and not be. Like, I think there is definitely a quality in perpetual underdog stories. They said that Casey's been an underdog for like two and two and a half years now. Well, he just had a long run with the Triangle Gate. I mean, that's something. It's the Triangle Gate. Yeah, but that's still a title. Mm. I don't know. I think you're being too hard on his on his, on his booking. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I think that there's something uh, about, and I kind of talked about this in other places, with KZ, with his skill level not ever going to match up with 
where he's slotted, and that's just how Dragon Gate is. And I think that's kind of what's at play here. What do you mean? Like, uh, I think he's never going to be a Dreamgate champion. I don't think Ooh. we should have any false illusions of it. Uh, yeah, we on that. He'll never... I, I mean, like, I know you're asking for, like, a serious Dreamgate challenge, but it's just... He's been positioned his entire career in one, in one strata. He's exceeded that and got pushed into, actually, like, a champion strata, of which, if you were going to ask me this five years ago, I would have said, nah, he'll probably just be the guy taking falls in a unit. So I just don't see Dragon Gate with how they operate, really getting much more h- higher than a early-year, non-consequential Dreamcase shot. That's not... And, you know, I'm not asking for, like, Casey for Dreamgate. I don't think I've ever, like, seriously campaigned for that. Um, I think he's more than capable of having a really good Dreamgate title match with Mochizuki. Okay. That's, no, that's no doubt in my mind that if or when this match happens, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But I have z- absolutely zero hope that he's ever getting his hands on, his hands on those on that belt. But I don't think it's too exaggerated or far fetched to ask for another Bravegate run, for example. Oh no, no, I agree with that. And I think that I don't know why he was forgotten so so quickly. Yeah. I, I think that was more because I think the Bravegate was him holding it until Tozawa got it, and him using it as his big face turn after being the longest-tenured heel in Dragon Gate at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Okay. I just let's really... Move. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Semi-final. Okay, Mas- okay. Masaki Mochizuki, Genki Horiguchi, and Kagatora defeating Masato Yoshino, Ben K, and Jason Lee of Maximum. Uh, Genki Horiguchi pinning... Bankay with the backslide from heaven in thirteen nineteen. It's another really fun match, I thought. Mm-hmm. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. Was, was there anything you noticed, like sitting in the crowd for this? Like, was when I was there, the the crowd was so into Yoshino. Were they still very into Yoshino Listen. here? Listen, you know when they did the elastic band spot? Yeah. That Mochizuki came up right to the row where I was sitting. Wow. And, like, a few seats away from me, he was holding that elastic band thingy. Did you try and to it, hump him? And it, No, I did not. And then, it, you know, like, it backfired on him. Uh, and he was, like, on the floor. Perfect view of his upper thigh area. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of live reaction I was hoping for, so that's good. This was the um, kind of. Sorry. This was the kind of what that you were hoping for. I said this is the kind of live reaction I was hoping for. <laughs> so. But yeah, no, people were, were really, but really into into everyone, really. Like, they, they were really into Genki as well. Hmm. It's interesting. I love me some Genki Horiguchi, man. Um, what do you think about this match, Mike? Oh, I loved it. Uh, and it's something that. I've really noticed when I was watching Final Gate today that how well Lee has acclimated and ingratiated himself into the roster. Mm-hmm. Like, like I love the segment that he had with Mochizuki in this match. And it, it's one of the things that... And with Final Gate, we could talk about the Triangle Gate titles. I don't... It, it's taken me 
I've been t- trying to think about this, and it's hard for me to think of other than maybe Jack Evans or Pac as someone who immediately clicked as well as he has. Like, not even Ricochet clicked this fast. Yeah. So, I, I, I've been thoroughly enjoying him in Maximum. Maximum, by far, is my favorite unit right now, and yep. I love whatever combinations they have. So having Yoshino, Benkei, and and Jason Lee together because everyone else was in the main event. Like, even though I bet that's one of the first times they've ever teamed together as a trio, I thought it was great. And, I mean, I'm always here for Horiguchi. Like, it, it was... It, but I want to say, just for the record, it's not just you that loves Maximum because they're running away with... They're running away with unit of the year. Like, it's it, that's like the most... Um, by far the the most lopsided category in our awards vote this year. Like we we we'd have to get like thirty people all voting another unit first place and not voting maximum at all for any other unit to have a chance. I think they're an extremely that. cohesive unit is right. what their strength is. Like, and there's also a lot of different trios too that are in the, yeah. like there's there's six different trios for maximum that have gotten trio of the year votes. I think so. It's pretty crazy. But sorry, go ahead. And I just yeah, just want to add a little something about Jason Lee, especially now that we know that we're, we're getting new um, new outsiders coming in in 2018. Um, and I, I'm hoping that they can follow that trend. Is that I really appreciate that he's managed to adapt also to the Dragon Gate style of comedy. Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes these the guys that come into Dragon Gate kind of want to overdo it for the sake of fitting in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. does, does that make any sense? Yeah, and Lee always has, like, with his, what, what, how he always does, like, his prayer is always, like, kind of a nice little comedy spot that it works and it flows well. So I totally get where you're coming from, Milo. But it's not, like, in an overdone way and, like, oh, I, I'm in Dragon Gate, so now I have to be funny, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Rich Swan was someone who kind of did that a lot. Yeah. 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 I liked him. Mm-hmm. just as an example just as an example he's he's fitting in really well he's definitely my favorite that we've had in a while Mm -hmm. and then um anything else from the main from this semi main though um god i'm i i I just really have to bring it up on here because i kind of wanted to talk to you about to talk about it with you guys i'm like i can't words um but recently i've been thinking a lot about futa nakamura Mm mm-hmm and um, I genuinely cannot believe that him and Ben K are the same person. Because mm. even at the time, even at the time when he debuted, um, so like a year and a half ago, I mean, he was very physically imposing. Um, and he could, you know, be that sort of silent, um, silent wall. I mean, we all, I mean, I'm going to say we all remember, but I remember his confrontation with Linda Man when Linda was on the verge of his heel, of his heel turn. Um... That was really, really good. Um, but, you know, he was he was tender and mild um, at the time. He was, you know, he had that really baby face. He didn't have the facial hair. Um, he didn't have the outrageous fake tan. Um, <laughs> he didn't, you know, he didn't have the costume. He was someone who was physically imposing, but was still just a young, a young boy, like a young dragon. Yeah. And, now he has so much self-confidence and so much swagger. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe it. He has swagger. Like, just, can, Has anybody else been disappointed by his in-ring yet that, so far, though? Because I don't feel like he's really hit a level yet that I kind of expected him to by the end of the year. 
Oh, me, I like you. I think that we had some extraordinary uh, aspirations for him, especially with like his size and the and <clears throat> like with what he can do power wise. But yeah, I, think, I mean, he was also the handpicked rookie of Mochizuki. Right. Yeah. So I mean, like there was. A, so, so like he had, so there were high aspirations from him. I mean, take a look at the rest of the class of sixteen, and do we mm-hmm. think that he, like, he's still obviously out ahead of the other four, but like, he, I, it, it's one of the things I'm actually writing a big uh, 2017 wrap up article that'll probably be up next week about like the five big stories of the year, and I'm talking mm-hmm. about like the youth kind of like what's going on with I guess this new generation of Dragon Gate and I don't I, I, I agree that his in ring doesn't match up with the rest of his unit but in comparison to where he is like 18 months in his career would you really say he's much worse John than Shingo Takagi was? Um, <laughs> pro- pro- probably not I guess. Although Shingo, Shingo, no, no, no. Shingo in for early on. Shingo was really good early on. That wasn't the problem with him. The problem was he stagnated after that. So I don't know. I think Shingo in his first year is probably better. I, I, I guess like my point is that like for for an eighteen months in because he debuted last uh, April was his yeah. first match. <laughs> I just think that for where he is. Like, is his in-ring where we want it to be at, considering his position and how he's been... He's had two Twin Gate shots. He's had multiple... He's had a Triangle Gate reign within within a month, really, of being properly on the roster. Is he where you'd want him to be at, especially considering what they think of him? No, but I don't think it's uh, too far behind. Yeah. Honestly, I think he's doing really well. Mm-hmm. I I, I, think I was I was a little disappointed in him this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But. No, I, I mean I can I can totally understand where you're coming where you where you're coming from because I feel like he ta- he took a lot of the year to develop his charisma and persona. Um, and maybe that took kind of over the the in ring for you. I don't know. Just uh, just just as uh, not a suggestion, I guess. Um, but I, I don't know. I think he fits well into this role and he's grown into the role that he has. Now it's true that the challenge for him in 2018 is, can he grow behind beyond that? Mm. Yeah. Can he, you know, beyond the swattery powerhouse? Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that I think when we get to final gate, we could talk a little bit more about being in a match with all four power fighters. There was a little, you could tell a little bit of the rookie clunkiness with him. You know, so but mm-hmm. so yeah, I completely could co-sign with Milo of what he said there. Like, if we're doing a New Year resolution for Binkei, it's match up your charisma with your in ring. Mm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just I feel like Binkei. I mean, maybe maybe next year will be the year, but like to me, I was very disappointed by a lot of his in ring performances this year. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, let's get to the main event now, mm-hmm. which was the Dory Dart special 10 man tag team match. Yasushi Kanda, El Lindeman, Hyo Watanabe, Don Fuji, and T Hawk defeating Big Arshimizu, Eita, Naraki Doi, Kotoka, and Susumu Yokosuka 24 14. Lindeman pinning Kotoka with the German suplex hold. 
Um, I thought this was good. I gave it three and three quarters, but probably a little bit down from previous story darts matches. It felt like the berserk storyline with, um, you know, Ata not wanting to participate, wanting to cooperate with his own teammates and sort of helping the other, the other team that had all the berserk guys on it. It felt like that kind of overwhelmed the match quality at, at points for me. And I would have, I would have enjoyed, a, I, I would have enjoyed a more straight up 10 man tag a little bit more probably. Um, there was some cool stuff though along the along the way that I put like down on notes here. Um, first of all, why the fuck did Ada came out by him, come out by himself to the berserk unit theme, like carrying a baseball bat? It just looked. He's an edge lord. I know it looks so weird. It's like, what is your problem, kid? <laughs> but like, he didn't even use his own theme song. It's like, here I'm gonna cut to the berserk theme. I'm gonna come out all by myself and like he looked like such a little delinquent. Um, and then, like, at one point, there was, like, a, a beat the 20 count spot with Nuriki Doi and Alinda Man. And, like, they both got back in the ring. Doi got in first. Wait, wait, wait. Are you huh? really not going to talk about why there was a beat the 20 count spot? Oh, what was the reason again? Sorry. Everyone was trying to throw each other off the balcony. That's <laughs> true. Like, there were four people on each balcony That's trying true. to throw, like, other people. It was a big, big crowd brawl spot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Doi, so Doi gets back in the ring first. Uh, Linda Man just barely beats the 20 count, and Doi takes like a phantom bump to sell his shock at Doi and Linda Man beating the 20 count. Doi is the greatest of all time. I love Doi so much. Such a bad bitch. I love him. Um, then, like, there was another time where Ata like refused to fight his uh, old slash new lover T Hawk, so he tags out by like slapping. Mm-hmm. By slapping his partner, I, I don't even remember who he who he, who he slapped. But then T Hawk like walks over and like condescendingly starts explaining what a tag is, and it's like pantomiming, like yeah, tag, tag. And I was like, I was just dying at that for some reason. Um, and then there's another point where everybody kind of refused Ada's tag after he had been a huge <laughs> jerk, who attacked his own teammates. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, then everybody started doing big R Shimizu's like weird ass pose and like. His noise for some reason. You know, that... It's a good boy. <laughs> it was pretty. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then that, then later on, Ada like he, he starts doing. He just starts doing his double team moves with uh, with T Hawk to his own partners, oh, and gosh. and Hyo Watanabe and Don Fuji, they're you know the teammates of the Berserk team. They don't yeah. care. They're like they they're totally fine with this. They're not like trying to stand up. Try. They're not trying to stand up for fair fighting or anything. They're just like, sure, dude, whatever. We'll, we'll take it. Within the next two months. You think Hyo's turning Hyo? Oh, yeah. I, yeah he'll, I mean, he'll be their loss bull. And Don Fuji always, never cares about people cheating, really. So Don Fuji uh, was great during this match. Don't care, man. Don Fuji just wanted to go hit up the mamas of the bar. Yeah. Um, a moment that another uh, Watanabe moment that I loved was during like the uh, typical Rudo surprise attack at the beginning. He was so confused about what was going on, and like Don <laughs> Fuji was, was like trying to get him in on it. It was so great, and uh, he's like, "What? We attack before the bell? <laughs> he's gonna did, if he turns heel like we think he's going to. He's gonna be such like a good little chicken shit heel." Yeah, I think so, too. Like, uh, I also loved what I meant to say this when we were talking about the toss off the balcony spot. Uh, I caught this out of the corner of my eye when I was watching it. Uh, They went right over to the broadcast position and Yamato was on commentary. and Yamato immediately picked up a clipboard and threatened to hit them with it. (laughs) It was tremendous. But uh, I, I, I was I was higher than you, John, on this match. I love these kind of just weird sprint 
wacky uh, Dragon Gate in the year matches. It's like a great palate cleanser for the year, just because you can tell that all of them are having a good time. Mm. And uh, I, I, I think the thing that really kind of stuck out. So what, what, what was your rating? You uh, said it went high. Oh God, four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Oh wow. But uh, the one thing that like really stuck out with me about this, and also stuck out with me like pretty much since he turned. It's crazy how much charisma Ada has as a heel. Yeah, he has a lot more as a heel. Yeah. He's born to be scumbag. Yeah, like like he's a perfect like stoner scumbag and I love it. What and, was with speaking speaking of Hiro Watanabe, what was with that weird fucking forearm exchange him and Susumu had where they just kept like yelling each other's names at each other? It was awesome. You're like Susumu! Yo! It's Susumu! It was awesome. Are you kidding me? It was fighting spirit, man. <laughs> I got some really good pictures of this that I think I sent to Michael. Yes, you uh, did. Where they're just clobbering the fuck out of each other. How come I didn't get any pictures? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What? Nobody, nobody loves me. I don't get no pictures. I put them on the TL and tagged Mike in them because I wanted to make a sex joke. Okay. Um, where he's just like, sit, just like standing there like, fuck, man, this sucks. Why am I... <laughs> Sitting, why am I not at home smoking a blonde and getting head right now? <laughs> um, there's a towards the end with Ada, too. Like, so he had been such a dickhead to his own partners the entire match, and then, like, towards the end, he starts trying to team up with Susumu, and he, like, he keeps he, he just keeps telling Susumu, Nakamada, Nakamada, in other words, like, like, you know, ally, partner, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he goes, yeah. In English, and it was really funny. And then Susumu just like throws him and takes his head off in the lariat. It was great. It was <laughs> it's what he deserves. I know it is exactly what he deserves, but it was really funny. Nakamada, Nakamada, yeah, and then boom. <laughs> it, was, it was great. But yeah, I went three and three quarters. I thought it was good, but not not quite as good as, as Mike apparently did. I think it was. I, I really, I really had, I had a lot of fun. I, I'll be really honest. Like, I did not have fun at the end. Of course, but <sighs> yeah. justice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Berserk won, and after the well, Berserk and Dory and Yo won, I guess. Um, afterwards, <laughs> they basically just kind of taunted each other and blah blah blah. Um, there was a lot of year-end banter, which you can go read on iHeartDG. I think we have to get into all that. But yeah, pretty good, Kirk, and I liked it better than the December fifth one. So yeah, John. I remember on last show we were we were kind of down on it beforehand. Like we're like, okay, we're looking forward to everything pa- about after after the uh, comedy match. But it turned out to be like everything was pretty good to a lot of fun. And this that's what the show, at least this year in Cork and always should be, is a lot of fun. And it's yeah. kind of the one that you relax, you pour yourself some eggnog, and you get to see what. Matches are cited by kids throwing darts, and it's the best. Okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. As a non-American, what the fuck is eggnog? Okay. I don't know. I, I don't like it. Uh, eggnog is a drink that is traditionally like an egg cream. It's like an egg, like, milk drink. And you traditionally, if you're trying to party, you toss in a lot of bourbon. That sounds disgusting. Oh, it's so, so you know what? You know what's really good? Not eggnog, coquito. No. That's like, that's like Puerto Rican. Like raw coquito? No, no, coquito. It's like oh, a coquito. It's like a Puerto Rican eggnog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I know what. Yeah, okay. But fuck, fuck regular eggnog. Just drink coquito. 
I've never had either of them, and I will be getting drunk on Strong Zero. I don't know. <laughs> Strong Zero is good too. I don't know. We're probably on. I don't know. I don't what are you know. gonna? I, I mean, I. J- J- Japan is a good place to get drunk. They have everything's very cheap there, so mm. cheaper than New York. And can't um, drink in public too. You can't do that. Yeah, you streets. can. Oh yeah, you can walk around the streets. Like yeah, yeah. I remember the, f- the first time I ever got there I, when I, you know, my first trip. I that was Jay's suggestion actually because Jay lives there, and we were, you know, he was like, "Do you want a street drink?" And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Because you know, what time was- it was like in the middle of the night. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was like, well, I was like, well, what, what, is, what does street drink mean? Like, you, you cannot, you cannot just buy a beer and drink on the streets in of, in America. You'll get arrested for, you know, open container or public intoxication. Or, yeah, and like in Japan, you can just fucking buy a beer at Seven Eleven and, you know, for for way too for very cheap actually, and just yeah. go fucking walk the streets of Tokyo and drink it. It's like it's yeah. not against the law. Japan nothing. is J- J- okay. I will say this from living here is that Japan is is kind of weird. When yeah. it comes to all this kind of like decency kind of thing, because one thing that I've noticed is when you go to buy monthly hygiene products, the cashier will double bag it so no one knows that you need them. Like it's, <laughs> it's no one, no one can know that you fucking need these things. But if you go to the to the magazine section, there's girls with their boobies out right next to Weekly Shonen Jump where kids can, where kids can see it. <laughs> like what the fuck is up with that that's pretty funny it's just whatever you know I don't know it's very Japan's a weird place I'm not gonna lie but it's a it's a wonderful place would Milo would you disagree with that Milo that Japan is a wonderful place yeah it is but it's really dangerous if you're a J-pop fan okay because when you're in France or in America you can't like walk into any store and buy like J-pop goods <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, and it's really fucking dangerous. I mean, I, I said if I lived in Japan, I'd be I'd be homeless in a month because between going to all the Japanese wrestling shows and spending all my money in Japanese arcades playing Sound Voltex and <laughs> media and shit, I'd just be I'd be broken a month probably. And karaoke too. Have you done real karaoke yet? I have. Isn't it fucking awesome? Where'd you do? Where'd you go? Like Joy Sound? I can't remember. We went somewhere in Ikebukuro. Yeah, I love I love karaoke in Japan. It's so much better than karaoke here. But I just spend all my money on baseball and various mother video game products. So, but, but Mike, you're coming in 2019, right? Come uh, on, I've been trying to track up miles. Do so. Okay, mm-hmm. April 2019, Michael Spears and John Carroll on the the Japan invasion. But the Milo, you Milo, you should come too. I mean, I'm going to try to stay here for work, so... Oh, okay. Well, then you'll be here, then. I said I'm going to try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be... It's going to be awesome. Only only 15 months to go, so... Hopefully... Hopefully the world survives that long. Um, Anyway. So, let's get into the final gate. 2017. Mm -hmm. You know, Nisan... Nisan Ju Ichinen. Final gate. Um, let's see. It was at the Fukuoka Kokusai Center. Claimed attendance of 6,000, but in actuality, it's probably more like 4,500, which would still outdraw what New Japan drew for the um, World Tag League final in the same building, it should be said. So, 
pretty good job there, Dragon Gate. No one else can draw in Fukuoka than New Japan and Dragon Gate. Like, all Japan does, like, 600 fans there, I think. It, it also was louder than how New Japan oh, yeah. was. Like, especially getting into the Triangle Gate match. Like, Well, I mean, let's be, to be fair, I mean, this is a way bigger show than that World Tag League final. Sure. But, but still, I mean, yeah, it was much louder. Mm-hmm. Um, so the show opened with a dark match, Shun Skywalker and Yuki Yoshioka defeating... Kyo Watanabe and Katoka's brother, Oji Shiba, in 428 with the Skywalker Moonsault. Um, my highlight from this match was like Shun Skywalker just like trucking Katoka's brother in the face with a bicycle kick. Like, I mean, just nailed him. I was like, bro, what did this guy, what did this kid ever do to you, Shun? Why are you fucking kicking him in the face so hard? And then after that, he he gave him uh gave him the frog splash and or, or Yuki Yoshioka gave him the frog splash and then uh, Shun gave him the moonsault for the pen. It was a fun little opener. I can't believe my my my, my youngest son is already dead. <laughs> he looked good though in his main show debut though. Like it was solid. I enough. mean, he had a nice that, like, Wasn't that like his fourth match ever or something? Yeah, yeah. like I I tried to find out as much as I could about Uji, and there's just like. He just kind of just like up and started wrestling <laughs> from what I've been able to find out. So. Yeah, I literally all I know about him is that his Katoka's younger brother, so I, I'm eager to know more. Like, and yet he's I, bigger than Katoka. He? Yeah, he's bigger than Katoka. He, well, yeah, well, you know. Yeah. So that's not very hard. Tiny little itty bitty baby, so. But it, it was a fun opener. Like, uh, uh, Shiba has a nice little Rana for a guy of his mm-hmm. experience level. Yushi Okioka has been uh, Yuki Yoshioka. You can do it. I believe in you. Yuki Yoshioka. There we go. Boom. Third time. Nailed it. Uh, he's he's showing some promise since returning. He's I hate his gear still. Uh, but this re- Watanabe. I like his gear. Shut up. Watanabe <laughs> is good enough, but it's clear what he needs to work on, and that's something that's kind of become pretty clear this year uh, in his matches. But he was all right. But this really was the Shun Skywalker show. So. It, it was good though. It, I I like these kind of match zeros rather than like bringing on people that are just there because they want to get everyone on the card. I'd rather see the young guys. Komanaga doing a five minute job. That's still my worst match of the year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the real opener was a six man or eight man tag team match: Kanes, Hollywood Soccer, Jikawa, Yosuke Santa Maria, and UT defeating Gamma, Manda Ryu, Kaito Ishida, and Katoka. 814, Maria pinning Ishida with the Nariachi. Um, first of all, Naruchi. Mar- uh, Nari- you know, that's, that's right. Um, first of all, Maria was named the Gong Kid's Choice for the second show in a row. How awesome was that? The Gong Kid picked Maria again. She was so, dressed up like her, too. Yeah, it was awesome. So the Maria, the Maria pop, Maria's mania is just sweeping all over Japan. From Tokyo to Fukuoka, to Fukuoka, so, um, but yeah, this match was way better than you and like Mike and I buried it when we did the final gate preview because it looked like crap on paper, but it ended up being pretty fun. Yeah, it was a blast. Uh, UT has a real wild man tope. Did y'all catch that? Yes. His tope. Yeah, like he like goes to the ropes and he almost it almost turns into like a splash halfway through rather than a standard tope. 
It was yeah. great. I love it. It's insane. Did you guys, Maria, when, so Maria was like trying to touch every wrestler she could, and she like runs over to the other corner to get her hands on the other wrestlers on the apron. Everybody runs away except for Monday Ryu, but she just turns around it without touching him and is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Even when Monday Ryu is a baby face, she still wants nothing to do with him. It's awesome. It's my favorite running joke. Um, but yeah, so that that was pretty awesome. And then um, Maria had like a kiss rampage at the end that was also awesome. So overall, really fun. Mm. Yeah, I agree. It, I mean, it wasn't really anything, you know. You no, know, I, I liked it. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I did. I mean, I like every single one of these people except for Gamma. So sorry. I, you know what I after watching this match, what I really thought. And I hope we get to see some of this next year. I hope we get to see some Monday Ryu, Kaido Ishida tag team matches. Because they mm. have some fun interaction with each other. Not like... I, I'm not like saying they should be like a twin challenge team. But I mean, it would give them something more to do while over generation slowly decays. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, so match number two, um, it was just kind of... This one I didn't really care for. It was Don Fuji and Keki Horiguchi beating Elden Demand and Punch Tomonaga. 9.02, Fuji pinning Tomonaga with the Super Choke Slam. Um, I guess the twist to this year's version of Fuji trying to kill somebody by throwing off the balcony was Keiki also trying to kill somebody by throwing off the balcony, but I don't know. I thought this was pretty dull and lifeless most of the way. I mean, how many times can you watch Don Fuji try to toss Punch Tomonaga off a balcony? Every Apparently. Day. <laughs> but he never actually does it. That's the problem. One day he will, and that's when I will pretty much get a full body tat of Don Fuji. <laughs> okay, yeah, this, this sucks. This sucks. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. This this was not very good. Nah. No. And it kind of bugged me that we had the uh, run in for a twenty count on two straight shows. Like, they usually yeah. don't do that, and it was funny during Doi Darts, but it just made this match longer. This match was just long. <sighs> it was, yeah, it was there. Uh, Milo, what'd you think about it? The same. It was... <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've seen this this match 50 times, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so the match number three was the Open the Brave Gate title match. It's Yushi Kanda beating Kagatora in 11-20 with Ryu's. A big upset. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Kagatora mm-hmm. failed in the sixth defense. Kanda becomes the 32nd champion. Um, I, a lot of people hated this match, but, like, I don't I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, Kanda, like, beat Kagatora all, all over the ringside. Um, you know, he just did, like, a, he just did, like, his, his slimy heel gimmick. He did this yeah, weird fake. He did this weird fake out on the John Wu where yeah. he did a suplex instead, and like it, that was really I thought really cool. I mean, I only went like three and a quarter because the first half was kind of boring. But like, well, that's way lower than you. Way higher. Oh, I mean, I, I liked it. I thought the second half was fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, but I like Kanda better than most people. So what uh, I mean, you guys know I'm the resident Kanda Kanda fucker around here. <laughs> um, I would. I absolutely would. I just want it on the record once again. I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I feel like the... Obviously, you know, there were Verser shenanigans. But, I mean, it's fucking Conda. If it's right. going to be a heel, it's going to be a heel all the way. Mm-hmm. Like, he he practically invented being a heel in Dragon Gate. Yeah. 
So it doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I like, I don't agree with like dragging Karutora down to his level or whatever that Joe Rich said. Um, but then again, I rarely agree with Joe and Rich in any matter. Um, wow. I mean, you know this. It's not. It's not like a freaking surprise or anything. Um, and um, I don't know. It. It wasn't like it didn't overstay its welcome for it to feel of like offensively bad to me. Mm-hmm. Was it like match of the year material? No. Was it the best match of Kadotor's reign? No. But I think it served a purpose. I think it. You know. I don't, and obviously I'm a little biased because I love Kanda and I think that he deserves the world after everything he's been through. So, I, I like Kanda and I thought the match was good. And I, I didn't, I mean, three and a quarter. I didn't think it was great or anything, but I thought it was good. And I'm totally fine with a short Kanda heel title reign. So, Mike, tell me, tell me how wrong I am. I guess, Mike. Uh, I didn't think this match was was bad. It's just like it's heel Kanda. What do you expect? I feel like everyone forgot what Yuzushi Kanda is as a heel wrestler. He invented it. He's the rudest of the rude. And it was a heel Kanda match, which isn't my kind of match. Like, I didn't think it was trash. I put... I, I went a flat two on it, which means it was okay. <laughs> oh. Two for me means it's okay. But... Um, oh, okay. It, it, I, I thought it was, like... I, I, I thought the lead-up to this match was kind of lame to begin with, with the whole... Uh, Metal warrior thing until they cut Konda's hair. Not Konda, until Konda caught, cut Kagatora's hair. Say that yeah. five times fast. Yeah. Uh, until that happened, I felt like the lead up was kind of lame. But uh, it's it, it's a heel Konda match, guys. Like everyone thinking that he dragged him down the level. This is what Konda does as a heel. He was the yeah. first person to do a red box attack and dra- a blue box attack at that time in Dragon Gate. This is what he does. So like it's okay and. I'm with Milo. I'm okay with like a little like interstitial uh Conda Conda Bravegate rain. So, I'm okay with it. Honestly, did you ever think that you would get to say the words J- Yasushi Conda is starting 2018 as the Bravegate champion? No. That and I I mean for that alone I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think everybody needs to calm the fuck down. I thought this was pretty good. Mm. Um Anyway, so the next match was the the big boy tag, which was the Shingo Takagi and Takashi Yoshida beating Big R Shimizu and Ben K in thirteen oh six. Shingo pinning Shimizu with the pumping bomber. Um, this was pretty damn good, you know. It was like mm. the, the the big boy blast off tag. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like they just beat the shit out of each other. It was like if you if you watch this match and you could hear Dusty Rhodes like in your head, just be like clobbering. They'd be <laughs> clobbering Tony because like they were clobbering each other. The big boys clobbering. Um, and at one point, Yoshida. I don't know why he did this, but like he started like choking somebody with the with uh with his with his tape. And while he was doing the choke, he started booing himself. It was really funny. He was like, oh, yeah, boo, boo, I'm doing the tape. And I guess you're supposed to be mocking the fans for booing him, but, like, it just really sounded like he was just booing himself. It was really funny. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. He actually got a couple worst wrestler votes in the in the Voice Gate Awards, and I don't understand Yoshida. Yeah, he deserves it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. How can you not like this constantly screaming, large, chubby baby? Damn it. I love Yoshida. Ugh. I, I, I like this, like... Listen to me. 
there's room for only one screaming chubby baby in Driving Date. And it's El Linda Man. Yeah. <laughs> if she had a toe. Um, but yeah, Benkei being able to deadlift Sushida, that was legitimately impressive. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, with the, the finish came with Shingo like spiking Shimizu right on his head with the Made Japan. Um, and then you know, okay, that kick- was fucking scary. I'm sorry, yeah. but it was terrifying. Yeah, like, was I don't really- know what the hell happened here if Shimizu like didn't position his head right or whatever, but it was fucking terrifying. It was pretty terrifying. And then after, but Shimizu kicked out, and afterwards Shingo, um, you know, delivered the. He hit the pumping bobber and got the pen. You know, I went three and three quarters on this. I thought it was a fun power battle. Same. I loved it. It was, it was two t- teams of meat just slapping each other, just meat hitting each other. Slapping. <laughs> slapping. You, know, just... you, know that I, you know that I do love beating. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I... I did love it. Uh, ben Kale is great in white, really brings out, brings out his uh, outrageous fake tan. Um... <laughs> Shimizu and, looked like he's lost some weight too. Shimizu looks great. There was a point, there was a time when Shingo like poked him right in the fucking nip, and I was like, "What's going on here?" Like he just like really dug his finger into his titty meat, and I was, it was like, "Shingo, I get it. It's okay." The, the the spot that really got me in this match was when Takagi caught uh, Shimizu for the DVD. Like, just, like, right on his shoulder. It's like, oh, you're mid-splash? Nope, DVD. And I was just like, that was... That was rad. That was rad. But, yeah, no, this match was a blast. I went three and three quarters, like you, John. Mm-mm. Um, so after that, we had the, the Takahiro Yamamura speech, which was very tough to watch. Yeah. Um, he kind of... He revealed that, uh, you know, he, he has a, a severe... Or it was like a neck contusion... It is a uh, C1... Spinal dislocation or something? It's a C1 cervical dislocation, which is a different uh, vertebra, I believe, than Conda, but it's essentially the same kind of injury that retired him for that time period. So, yeah, it was really sad. And uh, And it's fucking horrible the way it happened, too. Right, yeah. But like Yamamura said, he's only 22, so maybe someday... You know, maybe it won't be right away. Maybe in a few years he'll be able to make his comeback. So, honestly, I I know people are like, well, this is fucking terrifying, and apparently doctors have told him to like start thinking about what to do after wrestling. But I don't know. I mean, like I said, if history's told us anything, is that Dragon Gate boys are hard to keep down. Yeah. So it might not be. Really, it might not be I right away. Like, I think he'll I be think, back. Yeah, I think he looked really good giving his speech. Like he was standing on his own. He was he was not wearing a neck bra- a neck brace. Maybe he was wearing something on his back. I don't know. He was fully covered. But he did say he still had trouble feeling. Like he still would lose feeling yeah. his fingers. Yeah, no, I I really want him to take as much time as he needs. Like if he wants to come back, then take one year, two years. I don't care. Just make sure that he's one hundred percent healthy when he comes back, and yeah. not like rush things and risk like ending his career or his life. Yeah. But after that downer, we did get to the Triangle Gate match, in my opinion, oh, the He's best good. match on the entire oh, show. Um, you know, this, yes. I, went four, I went four and a half on this, and I just saw some people go even higher. I did. Uh, it was Maximum of Dory, Yoshino, and Jason Lee defeating Yamato, BB Hulk, and KZ. So new the 67 champion team for Max. The 67 champion team is Maximum. Tribe Vanguard fall on their second defense. Um, Yoshino made BB Hulk tap out to Sonaciente. Yeah, this was fucking awesome. 
I'm just going to go through some of the big spots here. There's a really cool spot towards the beginning with Jason Lee, which, you know, he was a big theme of this match. How awesome he was was here. He basically fought off Yamato and Hulk, like on opposite sides of him with like a lot of ducking and counter striking. It was really cool. And then he used Yamato as like a springboard for swinging DDT on Hulk. So that was really awesome. Um, At one point, there was like a Hulk thrust kick into a Yamato Galleria on Jason Lee for an awesome near fall. Um, a little after that, Jason Lee busted out like an awesome double German on KZ, which is another great near fall. Um, mm-hmm. The crowd at this point was like losing their fucking minds, which, you know, this is Fukuoka. So anytime you can get a Fukuoka crowd like going that that high, like this sounded like, you know, it sounded like you were a, like at the G1 for Sumo Hall or, or, or Sumo Hall with a G1 or something. And this is fucking Fukuoka. Yeah. Like they, they just were they were going insane. Um, but yeah, so Hulk, like, you know, gets put in the Son Naciente. He struggles for a long time, like a very long time before Yoshino finally get, taps him out. And yeah, this was an awesome fucking match. By far the best Gate match of the year. Mm. There were some really great fucking exchanges. Like, yeah. I'm really happy that Lee is able to keep up with the pace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he was in there with some fucking quick motherfuckers like mm-hmm. Yoshino and KZ. <laughs> Uh, we're going at it. I could barely see them. Yeah. Um, oh. KZ, KZ too. Like at one point, I remember when he got like he had all those all those pins on all those high ranked guys, and he got a, he had, he hit went for the skate schoolboy on Doi at one point, and like I thought that was gonna be the finish, and so did Fukuoka, and that was great booking by giving KZ all those pins, you know, all month long. Because that, that near fall on Doi would not have been anywhere near as hot, probably, if you hadn't had KZ be built up all month long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, well, I, you know. And this is the thing. Okay, I'm sorry that I'm going to bring it up. John is going to fucking murder me. Go ahead. Because I think they're tired of me talking about this at this point. But I really, like, we know. Like, we know that KZ is not winning the fucking Dream Gate. So... If he doesn't end up winning any other title this year, like if he doesn't end up feuding with Konda for the Brave Yet and winning it, for example, which I think is not too far-fetched, I think it could happen. Please let it happen. I'm gonna, like, I love this Maximum team, but I'm gonna be really pissed if KZ lost that title for nothing. I think he's probably gonna get something else to do. Yeah. But we'll see. But uh, on the other hand, like, the whole Honestly, title- they should. They shouldn't give KZ a fucking title for just existing at this all point. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we got it. I love KZ, too. But open the KZ gates. Best at being KZ. Uh, what were, so what were you going to say, Mike? I was going to say, on the other hand, like, even, like, the pre-match promo and the everything leading up to it, a big thing was done about how Maximum hasn't really done anything since they yeah. became maximum, so like, like, like Yoshida, Yoshida's exact quote was like, "We we haven't we haven't had any success yet." Yeah. So. so so like this was like the big like okay as maximum is the resonant superface unit right now like they needed to have this and as much as like I really like this this tri-, tri Vanguard team like I felt like that this really was a good place for everyone and Yamato especially looks so much better after his Dreamgate reign being being off his shoulders now being a tribal yeah. gate team. He looks revitalized. Yeah. By the way, can I, and I this actually want to rant again too. Why the fuck tribe Vanguard is like pulled way away in the voice get awards for worst unit. And like, I ran about this last time, but like has over generation been involved in anything 
as good as this fucking trial gate match. I'm pretty sure Over Generation is not getting any votes for worse units because people fucking forget that they exist. Yeah, well, like they, they, Over Generation got a lot of votes, but they're like six behind Tribe Vanguard now, which are the only two units getting any votes. And like, I really want, I really wish Over Generation would win because they fucking suck. Tribe Vanguard, I'm not saying they're the greatest we unit of all be time. Though. No, I'm getting, I'm not being impartial. Fuck, fuck Over Generation. I mean, you can't be impartial when Over Generation literally sucks so fucking much. And, and Tribe Vanguard's probably going to win this award, and I'm, I'm really mad. I mean, it's like, here's the thing about Tribe Vanguard. Until they got UT, and until they got the the Triangle Gate Championship, I could buy the argument because it felt like, for some people, it must have felt like that it was Yamato and his loser friends. But I liked the KZ and Maria team. But I don't know. But they should have won. Yeah, they didn't do anything, I guess. But but people still, I'm still going to say Over Generation is a million times worse. Anyway. But like, and also Over Generation is overstaying its welcome, I feel, in a way that Tribe Vanguard is not doing yet. I agree. Over Generation is not going to be around that much longer, guys. We could, It better not be. But <laughs> anyways, keep saying that. Back to the match. I, there is so much about that match that I, I was all about, like... The fact that they gave Jason Lee that kick out of the final flash into the Galleria, like, that is a big moment for the guy. Like, that's really... It's really making me hope that he's sticking around for a while. Yeah, and I mean, he's coming... Uh, of course, now he has a belt, he's coming back, but, like... And they're doing a show in Hong Kong. So, like, <laughs> the, it, like he seems like he's going to be a, the resident, like, Gaijin ace, I think. But like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd rather have him than a lot of the Daijin that we that we had recently. <clears throat> Peter Casa. <clears throat> anyway, but like, <laughs> it to me, like I, like going back, like I like flipped through my notes after this match just to think, like, mm-hmm. when was the last time that like I thought this highly of a Triangle Gate match? And you pretty much have to get to 2015 for me. Like, yeah. this, the last one. It like, like the last one that I really really loved was one of the. Uh, was one of the three-way matches in 2015, but uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like went. I had to go like digging through stuff, and I'm now even blanking on it to write it down. But like it, this match, like of anything on the show, like this mm. match really is. If I was going to make like what is pro wrestling in 2017 and do something for Dragon Gate, this is the match I would put on it. Because yeah, I thought it was really, really fucking good. It's an old school Dragon Gate like like high high energy six man, yeah. which I think which I think has been missing from Dragon Gate the last few years. So yeah. I hope they get I hope they get back to it. All right, so the next match was the open the Twin Gate decision match. Um, T Hawk and Ata defeating Shima and Sumu. Ata pinning Shima in twenty two fifty two after the Grande. It's like that. That's like their double knee move, basically. Yeah, that's the say code breaker. Yeah, um, it was. It was. This was okay. I only went like three stars. I didn't really like it that much at all. Um, Shima. Shima's half green tribute to drank to the dragon kid. To dragon kid's tights are kind of cool. Um, Ata was much better though. Ata like make that. Ata like making them both smell like a stinky shoe was really funny. No, um, I mean Ata. Oh, no. His, Where, his like gear. wearing the Dragon Kid shirt during his entrance and then ripping it off was funny. Yeah, that, awesome. that, that was pretty funny. And then, like, I don't get what the I don't really get the rest of the match was very, like, uh, very boring. Other than Shima like waterboarding Ata, which just seemed pretty excessive to me. But yeah, no turn. T Hawk and Ata went basically clean, and it was okay. I don't know. I didn't really like it that much. I liked it a lot more than you. I, I guess so. Like. uh I thought that... Wait a second, Shima's in a match and I you liked it more really, than... Really, really, wow. 
But, like, I liked it more because I... Yeah, I loved it because he got his fucking head kicked in. Yeah. But as I was saying, like, there was a lot of, like, cool, like, combinations there. Like, they, like Shima played the, the Kness role and the Knessuka knee, bat, knee drop into the super draw, into a taupe, which was really kind of fun. And I like the savagery that T&E shoot, showed throughout that match, which is... Honestly, yeah. Which was needed, and you're talking about DK callbacks. You all forgot the sharp uh, Dragon Kid-like mask that Susumu wore out to the ring. It was really fun. It was really cute. But yeah, I thought the final stretch was great. I love, like... The the T&E closing sequence. I think it's always something really cool to see. And Grande is such a... It, there's not a whole lot of double-team finishing moves in Dragon Gate. Mm-hmm. So, like, them having that, and then, of course, incorporating it that they got the pin on Shima, and they did the... Uh, and the, the Grande also involved him, Ada giving a senton to uh, to uh, Susubu. I, yeah, I thought this was a lot of fun. And, of course, we kicked out the worst wrestler in the company after afterwards, and... It was great, you know. I, I thought that for what it was, and knowing how, what needed to be done in this match, I, I felt like it was perfectly fine. I didn't like it. I'm <laughs> okay. So I just want to go back to what Mike said about the savagery of TNE. Um, I feel like okay. So back, God, what I was partying like it was two thousand fucking fourteen. Um, like bring, bringing it back to the first run of TNE like with the millennials and everything I feel like they like I feel like they were really really good back then but they were, but they were doing this sort of like weird tweener millennial thing you know the millennials never really settled into being heels they never really settled into anything really as much as i love them mm-hmm. um this is t-hawk and Ata, the fucking scumbags the frat bros who will trash your fucking house mm. and i fucking loved it i think that them being the hard-ass heels worked so much better yeah, like that that was part of the thing that really drew me into the match too because they do feel so much better in this role. Mm, I just didn't care for it, but I don't know. I know, but cuz you this cuz you don't care about anything, I'm kidding. Um, um I'm just kidding. Okay. And um, no, no, I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, where did that come from? No, no, no. I just I don't know. I I I feel like a kinship with them. I thought it was really fucking good. Um I really love that Ata is becoming this fucking, like, he's really sleazy. Mm. Like, T-Hawk, you know, is polished and holds himself high and very arrogant and cocky. Ata is a fucking mess. Like, he's a mess. He is definitely a mess. He's a mess, but he's a good mess. I really love the new baseball bat gimmick. I don't know, like, you, I don't know where it came from, but it reminds me of a really funny Vina, like, so... He, he's like a good dirt bag, you know? Like, he's the guy that, you know, is going to show up to the party, drink all of your beer, and, like, break a window and then leave and not even say sorry. Because he's fuck, just a teenage dirt bag, baby. Like, like, like we, we talked about Mike, he's probably also going to go fuck his boyfriend on the, on the pile of coats in the parents' room. All they promised to do was just not go in the parents' room. <laughs> well... 
Um, but yeah, so after the match, Punch Tominaga got dropped like the punk ass he is. That was cool. <laughs> and uh, they kicked him out, and then they announced some changes to the unit where they said uh, basically it's going to focus more on the Young Berserk trio of, um, you know, of Linda Man, T Hawk, and Ata. The veteran trio of Takagi, Kanda, and Yoshida will provide background support, which Good. I thought was interesting. It's like. Time. Like, are they really going to go along with that? But it seems like so far they are. Um, and to commemorate this, Berserk will undergo a name change in 2018. So if they just came out and said, we're millennials too, fuck you, <laughs> I would like, I would die. Like, I, I really need that to happen. I but think it's if, probably going to be a dumbass name. Like, no, I, 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 like, I, I want to hear, like, millennials again. God, I would mark out so much if we got, like, millennials too. Oh, no. Or, no. Millennials, evil millennials. Uh, <laughs> they're going to distance them from that. Like, you know I, that. Know. I, know. I think so. I'm playing. Michael, I'm playing around. Yeah. I'm having I'm having fun. I like to yeah, have fun. Of course, please. You, you know we all want to hear that theme again. I just like to have fun online and Mike won't let me. <laughs> um, anyway, so the main event Masaki Mochizuki and Ryu Saito. I thought this was good. I went four stars on it. Um, you know, it suffered from the fact that I think, you know, Ryu Saito never had a chance in hell of winning. He didn't, but he did his damnedest to make you believe he did. Yeah, I, I never really believed it. Even though, and I, and I was watching Unspoiled, to be clear, but I just, I never believed he had a chance in hell. Yeah, John... Um, I think you and I are having pretty polarizing opinions on this show overall. <laughs> well, I said four stars. I liked it a lot. Which is good. Yeah, no, but I, I thought it was so fucking amazing. Like, I loved it so much. Like, I literally, mean, the last thing I said to Mike before I fucking passed out yesterday was, I can't wait to talk about how much I fucking love Shingo versus, um, Shingo, Mochi versus Sai. How much you love Shingo? Shut what? the fuck up. <laughs> it's because Shingo's been feuding with Saidio. I know, I know. I mean, how much I fucking love this match. Like... And you know why I loved it? And th- this is going to piss you off even more because you loved that fucking Dory versus Yamato match. Yeah. Um, I loved it because... Months. I still think it's one of the best matches in Dragon Gate in the past 12 months. And you are completely entitled to your opinion, and I respect that. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, no, the thing is that I, 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 this was the total opposite for me of this match, where it, I can't remember how long it went. It didn't feel very long. Um, and it was all action all the time. And that's my fucking shit. I think that both men thrive in this kind of situation. Yeah, like, I think my thing for me was, it's, like, I like that Mochizuki pretty much was forcing Saito to get out of his comedy bullshit. As good as Saito Mm -hmm. was good that. He did go for the Saiki Yahoo, though, which I thought was awesome. But, I mean... You're not going to criticize him for that because the Saito who is the greatest move of all time. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I loved it. I'm just saying. But, like, it, it was one of the things that, and I think it kind of plays into the whole storyline of Takagiya of the fact that he's going to be, learn, he's got to be serious every once in a while after being such a, a lovable, kind of goofy person for the better mm. part of six years. So, I, I, I kind of cut the difference between you two. I thought it was very good. Uh, I thought that it, it was like, I think the thing that really differentiated that between this match between uh, Saito and the defense earlier against Yokosuka was that it felt like that the opening match part of it, 
and Yokosuka really built to that fact that they like, okay, Yokosuka's going to go after his leg, whereas Mochizuki's going to go after his arm because that's where their obvious offense was. And they're just like, where would you really attack Ryo Saito, you know? And his head. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. But, and but, his big beat the comedy out of him. Head. Yeah, and, and I think like that's that's why I hold that match in so much higher regard than, uh, than I guess since Milo brought up earlier Doi and Yamato because it didn't feel like that, that – that that slow opening really went somewhere. So, like, um, I, I kind of felt like this is why I kind of was... A lo- this is why this yeah. one kind of fell a little short with me. Uh, I did like the the fact that Saito was like, well, this is one of my best moves, so cycling Yahoo. And... Yeah. and but uh, I, I, I like it when Saito gets serious, too. Like, yeah. I'm... Like, I like to joke about the cycling Yahoo. I fucking marked out like a motherfucker when I got to do the call with him at Kodakuen, but come on, like... Uh, yeah, no, like it, it, and it was worked in a way that made sense. In the match. Did either of you remember uh, Saito's big match theme? Because I did not when I watched this match, and I was like, what? "Yeah, I totally forgot." I love his theme, but but like yeah. his his big match theme is so weird in comparison to everyone else's big match theme. Like it's so abrupt, like just like this other like little jaunty song going into it. Whereas like, whereas like Mochizuki's just is like an obvious opening to it and same thing with like Yoshino and Susumu's. Yeah. Like it was abrupt, but yeah, I I give it four and a quarter. Like it was good. I yeah, really yeah. Well, there was the Sunkaku Sunkaku getting I mean, near four stars is good. I don't understand. It is John. I'm not Oh my god, I'm <laughs> sorry John. I'm so sorry John. I'm so sorry. I'm so Thank sorry. You. Oh yeah, the, the, the Sakaku Gary where he kicked him into the front row. Yeah. Fuck, that was amazing. But yeah. there was so a Sonkaku had a near fall near the end where I thought that was it because I, I like I was like it looked so fucking brutal that I thought mm-hmm. Saito might be like legit knocked out yeah oh I thought he gave him a concussion that was a definite concussion and then he, he gave che- him like, he cheated out of it I was like oh my yeah. god he's and then, and then and then the second Shin Saikyo high kick where he like almost decapitated him yes mm-hmm. but this is what I love you know and this is so and this is especially a match that I like being on top of a Dragon Gate show where you had such an amazing, really fast-paced Triangle Gate match is that it shows the variety the Dragon Gate can provide. Like, I'm not going to go, like, die on the hill of, like, oh, if you think Dragon Gate is all high-flying, then you're dumb, because I don't yeah. really... If that's the idea that people have of it, then that's the idea that people have of it, and, you know, it's whatever... But I'm happy that we're about that we're able to show this sort of variety, you know, where it was like just two old men clobbering each other for 20 minutes. Yeah, and like even like looking at this card, like the top four matches were very different matches, and like you had the uh, you, you had the clobbering, the meat hitting each other in the tag match, and then you mm-hmm. had the all-out sprint in the triangle gate, and then the uh, kind of uh, brawly, a little bit of bullshitty, but kind of plunder match with the Twin Gate match, and then you had a match that was more just kind of heated technical match. And it was, yeah. it, like, this is, like, a good show to say, hey, Dragon Gate is not what you think it is. So Honestly, this was probably one of my favorite overall shows of the year. Me too. Me too. Like, going back on it, like, I had four matches that were, that, that I would give recommendations for, and, like, thinking about, like, big match shows, like, if this, if we did... If we weren't doing the old Observer formula for the awards, I would have to think about putting this one on my top three list. Yeah. I mean, I think the undercard was inoffensive. Uh, yeah. I like that they debuted Oji Shiba because obviously I'm, I'm biased. But I liked all four title matches. Um, 
even I have to admit that Shingo and Khan versus Big Ben was fucking awesome. So really, I don't really have any complaints about the show. I mean, even the maximum title win feels like at least it goes to a team that works extremely well together. Right. So I, I would definitely have to consider this like one of, if not the Rangate show of the year, just based on like how cohesively good I felt it was. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Never change, please. Anyway, so good show. I'm, yeah. I'm happy happy with Final Gate. I, I would, I still would have put it behind Gate of Destiny. I think if it was eligible this year, but it would have been like a solid number two or three. Yeah, that, that, I, I'm on the same way. It just, it would be in consideration. You know. <laughs> so let's wrap this up then with the questions. No retro mailbag this week. Um, well, what's no up? Retro rewatch this week, yeah. Yeah, no retro rewatch this week. I mean. But we do have a special guest. Oh, she's here? Yes, she's she's. she's. All, right, all right, come on, go ahead. Let's go. So, <laughs> <laughs> I decided to invite one of my very good friends in Japan, probably our best friend in Japan, um, Caitlin, to her first live wrestling show. And that first live wrestling show was the Dragon Gate Karakuen that we talked about. And so I thought that you guys could ask her as a first-time viewer what she thought of it who she liked well i know who she likes um and you know all this kind of stuff because we're people who are used to talking about it but i thought it would be interesting to have the opinion of someone who is fresh to it okay so, so where's caitlin from by the way i'm from canada hi hey hello <laughs> hey what part of what part of canada i'm just curious uh, vancouver ah cool so how long have you been in japan for um over two years oh awesome so um so this was your first ever wrestling show right um and you you would see i remember milo had said something like you had seen japanese wrestlers on like like variety shows right uh mainly just tanahashi, mainly just tanahashi. <laughs> and so you didn't know, so you didn't like know anyone I like, Twi- I like fight storm too because he's canadian <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you you so you hadn't seen any of the dragon gate guys before right uh no what do you what do you think of like the crowd atmosphere first of all like the just being in the audience for it like was it was it unique was it like was it unexpected at all like what what do you think of it? Uh, well, Milo was saying actually we had kind of a unique experience that he wasn't used to because there's girls behind us. That was it. What, what's his name? Kenta. Kaito. 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 There were, there were like two really annoying Kaito fangirls with with the most shrill voices that yeah. we had ever heard. No, no, no. Like I, like I'm not even. I'm okay with people screaming people's names, but their voices literally like bust my eardrum. <laughs> and like, and then Kaito lost, so I was like, "Good, I'm glad he did." <laughs> Get out of here. But no, the rest of it was fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was who just was your right behind my head? <laughs> who was your favorite wrestler on the show? Yamato. Really? Why? Why Yamato? I don't know. I, I don't even know. He <laughs> looked uh, look cool. Oh well, no! Uh, I don't know. My eyes were just drawn to him. I thought he was interesting. Uh, but yeah. I have two others that I like too. Okay, who's the other ones? I like Kamuria, and I like uh, Susumu. Um, interesting picks. And who did you hate? Who did you dislike? Oh, I didn't dislike anyone. Okay, interesting. But I didn't like them. I just didn't pay attention to them. Gotcha. Fair, fair. See, I wish, This is how I wish wrestling Twitter should be like. <laughs> no, wrestling Twitter. Wrestling Twitter has to like argue and scream and say. If you don't like this Okada's rest of the year, you're a racist. 
That's wrestling Twitter. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Wang. Um, Aita uh, threw off his his coat near us. Yes, and then he and then he acted like a bitch when we gave back. But I know that's, that's his character. I know. Yeah, it was yeah. funny though. He, yeah, Aita like took off his little jacket thingy like, um, in our row, and so that no like I took it so no one would slip on it. And when he walked past us, I gave it back to him, and he like he like pulled it out of my hand <laughs> like a fucking asshole. But, you know. But um. That's pretty cool, though. Uh, any, anything else, Caitlin, from, from your first ever wrestling show? Would you go again? There's a good question. Yeah, I would. Okay. It was pretty crowded, but I liked it. I, I want. I kind of wanted to meet people afterwards, but I don't think there was anyone other than uh, Hollywood Stalker. Any kind of you, scares. Uh, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> if you want to... Oh, go ahead. If you, no, I was going to say, if you, wanna, if you actually want to meet like a wrestler afterwards, the best thing to do is to take up smoking. Because oh. one of them, one of them will probably come in that smoking room at uh, one point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just stand in there. I'm not gonna smoke. I'll just inhale. I'll just, I'll just inhale. Like it'll be like you smoked for twenty years. Yeah. So, what was your final match? Your favorite match of the night? Uh, I have to remember what they were. So there was the opening match. No. There was no. Uh, Big Little Redhead versus Big Baby. No. No. Um, no. <laughs> then there was a uh, mullet guy who abuses animals and his little friends oh, okay. versus Stalker and Saidio. No. Then there was Maria and Yamato versus Hulk and Casey. Oh, I mean, I like that. <laughs> I like that one. What was my favorite? Then there was my husband and his friends versus a throuple. And then there was the main event with all the guys in red. There, there's, the most pretty funny. there's a gangbang. Basically. It was a gangbang. No, no, that one was. I like that one because they were like dangling them off the second floor, like they were gonna freaking drop them. <laughs> that was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It was really. Good. I won't be biased. <laughs> you won't be biased. Well, you know, when Mochi was in in our row. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was good because he was like pulling on the elastic thing and then it snapped back in his face and I got a picture of it. That was funny. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anything else from from the experience? Any... any final thoughts? Well, I'm gonna be keeping up to date with the wrestlers since I like them, and I hope I can see like different promotions too, because I like Kanahashi. So yeah, I want to see him. You guys, you should you should take her to one four. Um, it's Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, yeah. it's like... You say that like I know what that is. It's like it's biggest, Wrestle Kingdom. It's like the biggest wrestling show of the year, but tickets, oh. tickets are like ten thousand yen. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll probably take her to like a Kodakuen show or like I don't know if they have a new beginning show in here. Um. Well, no, no. no. So, so wait a second. Standing room is ten thousand yen. I think you can get cheaper than that. I mean, I got the I got first first balcony thingy or whatever so i got uh-huh. i got nine thousand. Oh, so you're going you're going to the dome i didn't even know that yeah also that's pretty awesome i'm going to see kushida mm-hmm. no. <laughs> it's I, the- I mean you're, you're going to see my son naito when the when the iwgp title it's, actually yeah I, there's a lot of wrestlers on that show that i've never seen before so yeah. like never seen live yeah I'm gonna be so fucking pissed though if Rapongi 3K drop the titles like really fucking pissed. <laughs> like I think that's the only result where I'll be like genuinely angry at. But really, you wouldn't you wouldn't be mad if Okada beats Naito? Not as much as you. No, that's definitely no one will be as mad as me about that. But Milo, if you get mad and storm out, you'll be storming out the first match. 
No. Fuck, no, that's right. Well, no, I might be storming out like at the Rambo if God, if 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 Gado if Chado wins again. Mm. All right. No, so I'm, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be storming out. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be enjoying it. But it's gonna be thirty thousand people. Yeah, thirty. Probably like forty thousand. It sounds like now. Yeah. Thankfully, right. we're so let's let's get to let's get to the questions though. But thank you for coming on, Caitlin. Yeah, that was thank awesome. you, Caitlin. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So the the mailbag. Um, yeah. Let's see here. I got it pulled up. The, King Explosion Murder at Geo <laughs> Geo K O. It's it's a my my hero academia reference. I like this person. Yeah, um, think Shingo is getting kicked out of Berserk or nah? Um, Down the yes. line. Yes, you know, I, I think it's been I think it's been coming for like six months. Probably dead or alive. I yeah. think. Yeah, it seems like that everything's be building towards that. Yeah. Um, Dylan Justin at Dylan JX4. Who are the five hottest guys in the company, and who who are the three hottest units of all time? Oh God. Uh, okay. okay, so let's let's all name like let's we'll make we'll come up with five guys together. Five guys so, each. Five guys. No, together. five guys together. Okay, Yamato. So, Yamato, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I have to give Nerky Doi a vote because he's uh, so fucking hot. Doi is attractive, but his hair is thinning. Doi is so hot. Hey, uh, he, it is. I'm sorry. Do, it's do not at, do not at me. Do not at me. Uh. Milano. I mean, come on. It's Mil- no, no, no. I think he beats today. Oh, today? Oh, never mind. Seahawk. If I don't mention Seahawk, Dylan will disown me. Okay, Seahawk. And I agree oh. with it. Seahawk I, don't is think like, he, I don't think Seahawk's that attractive, but whatever. You don't think Seahawk's attractive? No, not really. Uh, why? <laughs> I don't know. I just not into him. Uh, Don Fuji. No! What the fuck? Don Fuji is a handsome older man. Are you a 50-year-old housewife? Like, I don't understand. If I was a 50-year-old housewife, oh, yeah, Don Fuji. You would boy Don Fuji for sure. Uh, um, oh, I'm going no, to give a vote for Ada. Especially okay, wait, so we have Ada, T-Hawk, Yamato, Nurikidori. Don Fuji. And Don Fuji. Okay, that's... A, that's there's... Okay, well, we already got five now, so... <laughs> All right. I said Sumu, and I can hear Caitlyn doing mmm from the kitchen. <laughs> Um, okay. The first thing she said when she saw him was, "Look at the titties on that guy." And so, then the the other the other question, <laughs> the other question was the three hottest units. So I guess everybody can just name one. Of um, all time, of all time, yeah, of all time. So I'm gonna say I have to say Italian Connection because okay. it had Mil- it had like the, the trio version. That's You're talking fair. about Milano, Yoshino, and Anthony W. Moore. That's I think fair. that's, really that's really the fair. hottest. That's the hottest unit of all time across all demographics. You know, <laughs> there are marketing uh, dream boats. Do, do, Deep drunkers. I, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It had like Konda was really hot at Deep Drunkers, and so was Naoki. I, I'm sorry, I'm scumbags. <laughs> I'm gonna go with another scumbag team. Original M2. No, no, no. My 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 actual vote. Sorry, my actual vote goes to Junction Three. Okay, that's a lot of guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wait, I mean, wait, it had so- Yamato, Yoshino, Mochi. Come on. It's a whole thing. It also, it also had Shigo. I also had Shingo Takagi. Was it Sumu in at some point? I yeah, can't remember. Sumu's in it, yeah. That's Milo an attractive unit. Milo also had Shingo Takagi. Yeah, but fuck that guy. <laughs> he cannot cancel out the beauty. It just was a family full of boys. Uh, what, do you, what was your... Oh, uh, okay. original M2K. They were a bunch of bad boys. Yeah, that's mm. pretty good. Oh, yeah, they were hot. I mean, that was... Mm, that, was mm, that was my shit. So, um, Shingo's Takagi, which... Um, that goes back to autocorrect, 
when he put in his open the he put in his open the voice gate ballot, um, he, he autocorrect gave us shingles to Kagi to Shingo, so he, he he put that as his name. Um, at Wolfman Coco, is there a story behind why Sachi Hoko Boy doesn't get used that much? Features only in opening tags on the bigger shows. No, not really. I think he's just a, he's an old veteran and he's winding down his career. I think that's all there really is. I, to like, it. I mean, I like him. I think. Honestly, I know that I've been a big advocate of Shachi on this podcast, and I think that when he turns it up and he shows the fire, like in like in those Unitas Band match, um, Monster Express versus Berserk, for example, I think he can be like really, really fucking good. But I mean, let's not kid ourselves. He's not Masato Yoshino. Like yeah. he's not Yamato. He's not Shima. I mean, I think he just his career is winding down. It's all there is to it, I think. His career is winding down, and this kind of goes back to like how we were talking about a little, little earlier in KZ. Like his peak was never going to be like a big guy. Like he up until two thousand nine, he was just he he was just either uh Sach- he was either uh, Sachioka Machine or Shisha Boy. You know, yeah. So, so I mean, like he he got a bigger run than what was anticipated because he ended up becoming pretty popular during World One International, and mm-hmm. he they played out the string with him. And I mean, he shows up, and I mean, he's usually the first up whenever someone's injured. Yeah. So. Um, but I still do man- do maintain that Amigo Tad versus Yoko Skaichome is the fucking bomb.com and it's a tag match that everyone should see if they're getting into dragon gates yeah one of my favorite tag matches of the last few years so um at awq 1985 do you think kz will get a dream gate shot around february or march we kind of already said we think he will so either that uh, or maybe a brave gate rain one or the other yeah um, at, come on man at, J- at jason graps um what color scheme do you think best fits the t-hawk eta revolution uh, i don't on three. It needs to be. It needs to be like. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. One, two, three. Purple. Yes. Milo missed his two there completely. <laughs> but it's okay. What? Come on, John. Can like, you imagine it? Like purple, gold, black accents. I'd, I'd be. I'd be fine with purple. That'd be cool. We need a purple unit. We've never had a purple unit. What the fuck is this? Yeah, let's do purple. We had a fucking hot pink unit, and we never had a purple one. Uh, yeah. Tazawachuku was technically purple, but it really wasn't. Like, yeah. I mean, they mostly wore their Dakadan, right? Yeah. So, but like the uh, flower of the cram skull was purple. Those are black. Yep. So then at Kobe Parish at Huffle Prone, um, ever since he's been kept away from the Dreamgate scene and paired back with Ata, do you think Family Action T Hawk has been improving? Uh, it had nowhere to go but up. I, I still haven't seen yeah. that big of an improvement yet, but we'll see. I mean, the tag team I mean, just started. The crowd, was, the crowd was pretty silent when they won a final gate. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like. I love them, but I can recognize that. And it's going to be one of the things that, like, as John said, like, there's nowhere to go but up. And yeah. it's it's going to be an interesting road for those two to travel, considering who else is in that unit. Yeah. And I think for T-Hawk, um, I mean, uh-oh. first of all, I think he's a, he's a better tag wrestler than Singles. Mm-hmm. But I also think that about Naroki Doi, so... Um, John is going to fucking murder me before the end of this episode um, I think that fans will be more, much more willing to accept him if he has people with him than as a single star after everything that's happened with him I agree yeah I think that's I think sorry 
I think that they just need to stop having this sort of like start stop thing with him as a singles guy that they're trying every two years. Yep, I, I totally agree. Um, um, just, just keep him at the, keep him, keep him as a tag guy. Yeah, keep him as a tag guy. Settle on it until he like actually builds a fan base. Yeah. Um, so at the last question at EX Penalty Kick, are Shingo and Saibio going to form a new Buddy Babyface unit? I'm sure Milo hopes not. Um, that would be really fucking funny, actually. I get oh, okay. Well, maybe Milo I, be into I, it. I don't know. Yeah, like a buddy cop thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'd be, it'd be Shingo funny. Shingo obviously has their corrupted one. Yeah. Uh, Shingo's the corrupted one that's only two weeks from a retirement. Mm-hmm. Sideo uh, gets Donna Powder all over the car. Oh, yeah. Maybe it'll be good. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it'll honestly, happen. I think it wouldn't be too far-fetched. Yeah. I mean, it's Dragon Gate. It, it's, it's Dragon Gate, and there's still going to be so many people that need to make new units around by, by yeah. the time that Shingo's going to get kicked out of Berserk. So I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be. It would be, it would be really funny if Shingo ended up in a unit with all the people that he fucking bullied. <laughs> so there's there's a great message for the kids: just bully everybody, and eventually they'll like you. I mean, this is what they tell little girls: if a boy bullies you, it means he likes you. Yeah. So you know. All right. So with that said, we can wrap things up here. It's not true, by the way. <laughs> so so this, um, this is anti-bullying. So this week we covered Final Gate. We covered uh, Corican. We're going to try to record again next weekend and um, do our year in review episode then along with the awards. So don't forget, um, you have until January 7th to vote in the awards, in the Dragon Gate year-end awards. Uh, The link will be in the show description. It's on Twitter. It'll be on the Voice of Wrestling forum post for the episode. You know, the ballot's everywhere. It's just a Google form. You fill that out, and there we, we get your ballot. Um, we've already gotten like I think like fifty ballots or something. It's a really high number. Better than last but, year, right? Yeah, a lot better than last year. So, you know, just keep keep them coming. Um, as long as you watched, you know, any 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 like significant amount of Dragon Gate. If you watch like half a dozen shows or something, I think you're more than qualified to vote. So, don't worry if you don't think you're an expert or whatever. Just we want to hear from you. The idea is to get the to get the Western Dragon Gate fan base perspective. So, go ahead and get those ballots in. Milo, you still got to guess your ballot. Yeah, well, I'm glad that I didn't do it before I watched the show. Well, it doesn't. The show doesn't count, Milo. What the fuck? Dude? What? Why does it not fucking count? It's December to November. It's the old Observer calendar that Lucky yeah, Dave well, did away with this observer. year. <laughs> We're gonna change it next observer. year. Observer, I don't respect Dave Meltzer. <laughs> We're gonna change it next year. So, All okay, right. then I'll, I'll right. guess I'll fucking get a ballot in. Oh All my right. god, I'm voting Chingo Takati for worst wrestler, and you can't stop me. I, you're right. I can't stop you. Um, all right. So with that said, that'll do it for this week. And we'll see you next time for the uh, for the year end year in review and year end awards. It's going to be fun. Until and then. This is going to be also, I just want to say, this is going to be, I don't think it's going to be released on the exact same date, but the next episode is going to be Open the Voice Gate's second anniversary episode. Woo. Because our first believe- episode was uh, January 16th, 2016. How, how have we been doing this for two years already? Jesus. I don't know. How have people not taken out a deep web, deep web hitman against us? <laughs> I, well, there, there's some people that tried, I think. But. That's true, but they can't put it down. Uh, Bitcoin crashed, that's why. <laughs> well, Gact is going to save Bitcoin. Uh, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, I did hear that. 
All right, let's wrap this up, everybody. Um, thank you again for listening. We'll see you next week for our year-end award episode, and that'll do it. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.